I'd like to welcome everybody to another edition of the Mage Music Lounge podcast, joined by artists from H Town. Nick B, what's good, fam? Hey, what's going down, D Dow? Appreciate you, man. Oh man, you know, just a pleasure to have you. I know it's been kind of our, I guess we've been crossing for the last couple of weeks or so. My goodness, we yeah. Finally, you know, got a chance to make it happen, and uh, you know, just looking at you for the last couple of months. You know, I, I see you've been a busy man as well, uh, doing Ooh. shows between Houston and I think you've done some some events in Baltimore recently. In Baltimore. Yeah, and then on yeah. top of that, um, you know, just recording new music, writing new music. So, you know, you got to make a lot of time for all of it. So um, to kind of start off, where did this love for music grow? Because, you know, are you originally from H-Town? Oh yeah, yeah. Born and raised. Born and okay. raised. Yes, sir. Houston, Texas. Texas boy. <laughs> Man, so I know you grew up in an era of, you know, well, first let me ask you, how old are you? 37. 37. Okay, so yeah, you definitely mm-hmm. grew up in that screw era, you know, that mm-hmm. fat pet era. Um I remember kind of in the mid two thousands when like Slim Thug and Paul Wall, like I'm originally from Lafayette, yeah. Louisiana, but hey. to me, you know about you know about the flats, huh? Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's it's almost kind of like an extension to some degree of H Town because like we sit right there in between New Orleans and H Town. Yeah, and a lot of people from Lafayette move to H Town, and it's yep. like a lot of people from H Town even in some cases move to Lafayette. So mm-hmm. I remember that whole era of. You know, like a lot of people saw Paul Wall and, and Slim Thug and Chameleon there and Lil Kiki on a mm-hmm. national level, kind of in the late 2000s. But we was listening to that late 90s, early 2000s. Right. Uh, you know, so tell us a little bit about, I'm, you know, kind of assuming that some of that inspiration to be an artist came from that era. But, you know, mm-hmm. how did you get started with music? Uh, It was, it, you know, it's crazy is... um. I wasn't any, I wasn't really even in like hip hop or rap until like later. Um, I'm a big R&B head. Like I listen to R&B through and through. Uh, my mom's, uh, anytime we like drive to school or something like that, uh, we listen to like um, Magic 102 and all that. So we listen to like Peebo Bryson and uh, Big Luther. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like stuff like that. Winnie Houston, you know what I mean? Uh, Kenny G. <laughs> all of that, all of that and everything. And from there, um, I went to college and everything. And, and um, I started seeing like a lot of, uh, I always listened to hip hop and everything. I, I mean, I did and everything, but I wasn't like really deep and deep into it until I went to college. And I bought uh, uh, some turntables, like some actual, like the old school, like, yeah, like wax vinyls. turntables, vinyls. So I was like, all right, um, let me try to practice this. Uh, this, this, it felt good. And we started doing ciphers. Like we started doing ciphers in my dorm room. And I used to uh, like uh, play the records and stuff. And it was like nobody around, but it was because of the love of, 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 of rhymes and, and, and getting what you need to get off um, was really just like magical. You know what I mean? And um, we used to be just like rap, rapping on the mic. And I used to be scratching on the turntables. And then from then on, it was just like, Okay, I need to figure out how to make this work where I could get off when I need to get off. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's pretty much where it came from. 
Yeah, sure. yeah. That kind of, uh, you know, remind me of some of my first production upbringings myself. Mm -hmm. Never really got into the DJing, but, you know, kind of to your point, um, I remember, and this was, man, probably about the time I was telling you about uh, mm -hmm. before we, we got into this conversation, early 2000s, but I remember I just graduated high school and uh, my cousin and a couple of my homies used to come over to the crib. And at that time, um, I used to have this program called Magic's Music Studio. Wow. Program. <laughs> you know about that yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, we used to make some beats. Yeah. And just we had a little like USB mic. I mean, I wouldn't even recommend recording Ooh, the USB album today. mic. But, you know, a little thin mic. And uh, we would record some freestyles on there. Nice. And uh, that's kind of the pathway to how I got into other programs and wanting to be an artist as well. So, you yeah, know, I could definitely relate to you, you know, where that passion originated from. Yeah, straight up, straight up. It's 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 a calling. It's most definitely like a calling. Like like once you start getting into something that I wasn't even trying to even try to even get into like rapping or, or rhyming or something like that. I wasn't even doing like poetry or anything like that uh, at, at first or to any to get into it's like rapping and emceeing. And it was just like, man. And then like I said, when I got back home, like it was just like, like everybody I knew. That that was just chilling stuff like that was 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 spitting was rhyming, and I was just like, "Yo, I gotta get into this somehow, somewhere. I gotta get, I gotta get at least in the crack, in the crevice a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I gotta get a little, little, little sprinkle in there, <laughs> something. So yeah, so most definitely, yeah, it's it's a calling for sure, man. And uh, you know, just kind of also looking. I went to your YouTube and just uh, I saw a video for a song called Makeup and you were kind of painting your face or you had your face painted, I think it was in there. Yeah. And then uh, I, I, I saw a lot of the other content that you had on there as well. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, great job on the videos and, you know, just the content overall. But uh, how is it, how important is it for you know, no matter if you're producing, no matter if you're an artist, to create content as far as being kind of an, an extension of the music, because your music's gonna gonna be in one place, but you gotta have something there besides Ooh. the music to keep all your audience engaged. Ooh, oh yeah, you hit the nail on the head for sure. Because like I remember for a time, like um, I really kind of got it set aside about like getting content and then like slicing it out and stuff like that. As far as just, like uh, not even just music videos, but just like uh, content in general, so people can stay up on like I'm out here. You know what I mean? Like I'm out here. I'm out here speaking the gospel. You know what I mean? Like I'm out here. You know. And um, I started to I took a hiatus. You know what I mean? It wasn't a it wasn't a hiatus uh, voluntarily. It was just like uh, life. Yeah, put it yeah. simple and coming back into this and everything and um going as hard as i've been going hard it's because it's just like i understand who i am as an artist and who i am as a person is the same thing now so now i'm not separating that like it's 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 so now i'm putting out my shows i've been recording like me performing and stuff like that to show like people like it's 
out here to get it. You know what I mean? Not even just for myself. Like, it's out here to get it. Like, there's love to be had and there's this love for the music that's still out here that's being done. Uh, the music videos is an extension of, of um, because I write, when I write, it's kind of like a script, kind of. So it's really easy to follow what the hell's going on. And then sometimes I know I get a little otherworldly, a little crazy. So that's why some of the music videos, I put a music video to it because there's an actual storyline that's going towards it because uh, I named the playlist um, Downward Spiral. So basically it's about a man that's starting from a good position because um, I had the first one called The Reasons and uh, it was a good position he was at. But then slowly he just he just starts falling down like starts falling down and everything and the last song that i'm actually going to come out with is called uh it's exclusive for you d, d exclusive for you right here it's called uh purge so when i put purge out purge is going to be a reassembling of the man and then it's going to go into um upward travels so instead of so after the downward spiral upward travels so it's going to be more like uh i wouldn't say too much lighthearted songs but songs leading up to get out that tunnel so that's why i try to make sure like everything fits in its own category so make people digest it and understand like like where you're going it's not always going to be that actual destination so that's kind of my, like my music is pretty much yeah. summed up and that was one of the ones you actually sent over uh was purge i listened mm -hmm. to that one uh who cares? It takes time and then figure. And then um, is this like, are you going to do these as far as like on an album or maybe like individual singles? How do you normally release your music? Um, I release my music in a, like a, I, okay. So the way I release them, it's like, I'm trying to connect them right now. Like right now. Uh, so <laughs> So the music that I sent you right there, those are definitely going on the album. So you got some exclusive tracks right there. All right. right. You know all what right. I'm saying? Um, so those songs are off the album uh, I got uh, coming out. It's called Dark. And with Dark, is just basically you kind of got the tone of it and everything. Like it's, it's very kind of morbid, but at the same time, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um just recently, um, I had somebody that I uh, I, I knew that uh, I ain't trying to bring the mood down, but uh, he recently took his life. Um, maybe like three days ago, three or four days ago. I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it, man. And um, the song "Who Cares It Takes Time." That song I had wrote because at a point in time, I know a lot of us have gone through a time where it was just like a lot of people just don't really care what we got going on what we're doing and we're trying to explain our vision and be like hey look man i got this going on and i got this going on and what do you think ah man they ain't gonna do nothing man they ain't gonna do nothing you ain't got and or whatever but then you gotta make them understand not even make them understand make yourself understand that this stuff takes time like this stuff takes time and patience like it don't come overnight people be thinking like you start a business and you just you just get people just Yep. Like no, it don't it don't work. Even McDonald's and all these other businesses, everybody wasn't popping like that. Probably like a day, but other than that, it took them a while to to, to accumulate. Yeah. yeah, so that's the second part. It takes time, so that's why I'm so like at the beginning of the Who Cares. That's why I'm just kind of like 
low and and just like, man, I really don't care. That's why when it takes time comes in, I'm like really like hype and like, okay, okay, I need to get up out this slump. I need to let uh myself know. And then within that, let everybody else know, this shit take time. Y'all gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Um, But to answer your question, <laughs> a long story longer, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, like the way I put things out is, uh based on a um a, a group plan so like when i said the downward spiral so the songs i'm putting out is about um about basically what i've seen and kind of trickle in what i've been through of of a man just falling down just falling down going down the wrong path um or going down to the wrong people or whatnot and stuff like that and when I get to purge, that's when it's going to go up. Like it's going to go up and everything like that. So I'm more on a mission of message. Like my my whole thing is message. Like I'm, uh, I want people to get fed off my music. You know what I'm saying? I know the, the people are going to come. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the message first and foremost. And then also to put some badass beats behind it. Cause I love beats. I love, I love instrumentals and stuff. I used to try to make beats myself D obviously i wasn't good at it i said i don't do it so <laughs> so so um with that coupled together and just a great storytelling i love storytelling uh, so putting that together um so basically like i said groups like dark group and then basically like the light group which is like the upward travels and stuff like that so that's kind of like how my plan is to roll out so it's kind of going to be like a it's a roller coaster so it's gonna it's 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 gonna put you through some emotions and stuff like that. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah you talked about like some of the um the beats and the production. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there like a producer that you know that you kind of work with directly to kind of bring that vision to life, or is it something maybe that you may go online check out a couple of different producers and their work and. You know, if something fits the vibe of the song, you reach out to them and, you know, y'all do business. How do you choose the beats for your projects? Ooh, good question. Um, So, yeah, so with that right there, uh, I used to be, before SoundCloud got SoundCloud, um, I was in SoundCloud heavy. That was when, like, a lot of people was in SoundCloud was hungry, hungry. I'm talking about hungry, like, like putting out, like, like they was going to get signed immediately the same day, like the type of like instrumentals and beats that they were putting out. So I, I was searching back then and everything. And I found like a couple of good artists um, that uh, beat makers that was killing. Um, what you call it? Uh, I might be butcher's name. Uh, Kade Sweat. Um, who else? Um, Slay. Um, who else? Um, what you call it? Uh, dang. This, of course, I forget their names, but um, several, several like beat makers, like I actually got in touch with, and I was just like, you know, got a good rapport, and was just like, okay, like the vibes that y'all doing, a lot of the stuff y'all doing, it really matches the kind of vibe that I'm going on right now. So to this day, I actually keep in touch with them, and um, more than likely, I'll I'll check what they got going on and stuff like that. Like you said, uh, go on SoundCloud or just like just hit them up. Um, so I don't have a, a wide range of artists, I mean, of, uh, beat makers only because, 
I'm trying to stick with a certain sound right now. I'm trying to try to overload myself and this going this which way and then mess up my whole sound. And then I'm like, oh shoot, okay, well, put these songs in. So I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to keep it like that. So I keep it keep it like that. So right now I've been working a lot with um uh Kade. Yeah, uh he he's he's actually a lot of his the singles that I have he produced uh who cares it takes time he produced that um makeup uh he produced that um let me see oh, who else is uh risey k uh they call him the raisin man i don't know but um <laughs> he did uh he did a, a couple of beats also too cold producer cold producer um so so that's kind of how like how it worked I, I i don't really search too many beats too many now so, but if something comes like on my timeline, like I just hear and I'm just like, I'm blown away and I'm just like, man, like it, like it speaks to me more than likely if I can write to it immediately or at least write to it a little bit in my head and I'm like, okay, like, okay, I need that. I need that. So that's kind of how it works right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And it's important, you know, for a lot of artists to establish their own sound. Mm-hmm. before anything else because you're all right it it now i i believe two things mm-hmm. i believe initially at the start or when you you're kind of trying to establish yourself as an artist that yeah you have to have your sound mm-hmm. but i also believe that over time you you got to experiment with a different sound to find a new sound at some point mm-hmm. and, you know um you take uh let's see a good example like uh larry june for example you listen to okay. any yeah um you know how he worked with uh cardo then he went from mm-hmm. working with cardo to working with alchemist Woo, yeah he just he's kind of at a point where he's uh he's just kind of changing his sound over time and i think mm-hmm. you know once you become a more established artist that you know you got to try to find a new sound at the same time, but yeah, you're absolutely correct. And, you know, initially at the start or, you know, trying to, cause even like Kendrick Lamar, you know, you go back to some of his music before he became, you know, a major Section artist. Eight. Yeah. yeah all that and everything. Eight. Yeah. Um, He had a different sound back then, but then once mm-hmm. he went mainstream, he started working with different producers and, yep. you know, these labels, they're going to ask you for, you know, a certain sound to cater to a certain audience. So mm-hmm. you got to kind of all make those moving parts work together. Got to shift. Got to shift, man. Um, <laughs> what you got on deck as far as, you know, for the rest of 2023? I know you talked about, oh, actually, before we get into that. Um, What's up? Tell us a little bit about some of the shows that you've done. Cause I saw you done a lot of performances and then even yeah. like recently, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I, I noticed you did this. It was almost kind of like a single performance, but you were kind of in a private setting. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about the yeah. circle chair sessions. Okay. Yeah, I've kind of done some stuff like that too. And for me, like uh, when I, when I do the performance videos, it's it's actually something that I've thought about for a while, but it's different than, you know, of course, doing just a, a straight up music video. And at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, you collaborating with whether that's with another video director or, 
You know, I don't know, maybe if it's a a um, video studio that you might go to as well. But because um, I know there, there's some places out here in Dallas that some of these creators, they're video directors, but they have their own private video studios. So right. they, they do these uh, like they have a mic and you can go and it's like a performance mm-hmm. video. Right. I've done like two, two of those uh, recently, in fact. Uh, but I felt like it's another way instead of shooting a full blown music video for you to go out and promote what you do. So tell us a little bit about some of those projects. Um, yeah, like some of those is just like it's just basically me just um, like actually um, that circle chair sessions. Uh, shout out to Elena. Um, yeah, she uh, yeah, she. I actually seen a lot of the stuff that she was doing. Like she, she's like around Houston a lot, like a lot of the live music scene. And she's always like up to something here, there, boom, 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 boom. And I didn't know I actually who she was at first. I didn't even know it was a she. I just knew it was a person that was just down for like artists and in the city. And then I seen the circle chair sessions and I was just like, yo, this is, this is dope. Like, this is dope. I don't really see this a lot in Houston like this. Like this is, this is like some tiny desks, you know what I mean, type of situation yeah, yeah. in Houston. So I was like, yo, yeah, like, yeah, I need it. I need it. You know what I mean? So I just hit her up and I just like, you know, just let her know, like, yo, you know, this is really dope. You know what I mean? Um, just like it hit you. Like, I was like, yo, y'all pretty dope. Y'all do some some dope things. <laughs> I, I like to be able to grace y'all, y'all, y'all platform. And then, um, she was just like, yeah. She was like, yeah. Like I actually, she was like, I actually been seeing what you've been doing. I see how you've been uh, carrying yourself. And then uh, next minute, I get on there. I couldn't record too much, only because because it's uh it's actual um it's gonna be put out and everything. Okay, so yeah. I can only I only drop like little 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 snippets, like ten seconds and stuff like that and everything. But um, other than that, it was it was hella dope. Like I've never done something like that before. So it was a little weird too because. Uh, you see how I'm a form. I am, I move. I, <laughs> I got a, I got a, I got an ADHD or something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm moving around. So it was kind of uh, interesting to like tone it down, so to speak, yeah. to let people marinate. And it was cool too. Cause it was kind of like unplugged, like MTV unplugged where I was able to like get more in depth and explain my songs instead of just be like hey all right yeah this is my next song i hope you feel it vibe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then before and then before me then everybody like don't know what the fuck he's talking about so yeah. so it was cool it was it was hella cool um the other one i did the speaking of uh the baltimore trip yeah that baltimore trip man i actually drove to baltimore um that was a twenty-hour drive from each town to Boston. <laughs> wow! Yeah, exactly right. That was the recent and trip. The recent trip, okay. yes, yeah. And I'm gonna tell you this: I'm probably I'm not gonna do it do it again, only because it was just off the strength of I didn't really just plan it. It was just like it was just like do it kind of vibe, whatever I had. So. But the trip itself, it was beautiful. Like the road trip all the way to there. I, I went yeah. through like six states. That was crazy. Um, but when I got to Baltimore, like it was nothing but love. Like nothing but love. Um, D Skills, uh, the guy that uh, uh, invited me. D Skills. Shout out to yeah. D Skills. I know D Skills. D Skills, man. Yeah, homie invited me out there. And he was just like, yo, Nick, 
we, we, we would love to have you out here. And we coordinated, and um, I got up there. Uh, DBL Records, shout out to all of them. Um, Caleb, uh, he runs the spot that we were at called them, uh, the Moose House. Um, it was on some like eight mile, <laughs> like some <laughs> eight mile, like you know what I mean, like grimy hip hop type stuff. And I loved every bit of it because, like, I don't really get a lot of that, like, in, in Houston, like that. Yeah. So I was like a, a deer in the headlights because I was like, I was like, yo. Uh, and the whole time I'm sitting here like, yo, yo, this is cr-. like, I was, I was like, I was turning into that little, that little kid, a little black kid from the hood that just, just, just wanted to be somebody. And when I was there, it was just like, I was like a kid in a candy store. Um, Before I had got up there and everything to do my thing, um, like not everybody expected me to, to do, like do what I was going to do, whatever. And which is which is expected because I did look like like I was about to uh shuffle some hay over my shoulders or something. So <laughs> so so but uh when I got up there, um it was nothing but love. It was nothing but love. Like like I got up there uh off like two hours of sleep. I said, fuck it, let's go, let's go, like let's go. Like I'm not gonna come drive all out here to be a bum. Like yeah. <laughs> so so I got up there, did my thing. It was wonderful. Like every and everyone that performed, let me tell you, D, fire. Everybody, like every artist that performed, fire. Like hitters. And I'm like, yo, like, yo, this is this is what uh, like a concert performance like it is 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 like about. So it was a beautiful thing. Like I said, shout out again to D Skills, uh, Black Shocker. Yo, Black Shocker, oh man, that dude. That dude's an animal, man. Like I, I finally actually got to meet him in person and stuff like that. Animal, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was cool. That was cool. I'm gonna forever have that etched in my memory. <laughs> man, it's just amazing, though. I, I want to go, you know, to some events similar to that. Uh, you know, on the East Coast, because you spoke on it. I mean, in the South, and it's not to say one way is right or wrong. We just move right. differently in the South. Right. Uh, it's more of at least from my experiences i mean sometimes you have um standalone events for music mm-hmm. but you know when i was coming up through the game a lot of it was performing at clubs you know and uh e. not more so events <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah i just like in some places how like in baltimore and i'm sure other places on the east coast you know they have these strictly music events they got the ciphers they got everything else uh you know the culture is just different in those other places Whew. but you know i definitely i, I actually these skills was on this show and mm-hmm. uh yeah i know yeah i seen it <laughs> i think like he kind of spoke on i don't know if it's you but he just kind of talked about some of the relationships he had with you know um because he i think he had came out here to houston if i'm right. not mistaken yeah right. so um i didn't know wow, he did that and i would have pulled up you know because i'm out here in dallas so um yeah if i see you know something going on with you man and i'm i'm free you know we just three hours away man i, I might pull up on you man <laughs> hey i appreciate that d i actually met d skills last year at the loud fest loud fest okay. festival and we didn't even know each other and then um he him and his homeboy dmd 
uh walked up to me and they were just like, yo, ain't you ain't you my bad, ain't you uh that's how you say it. Uh that <laughs> you <laughs> you the dude that did the lo-fi beat, like was rapping with the lo-fi beat. I was like, yeah, that was me. And they were like, oh snap. I was like, yo, like I didn't expect nobody. So that was just like um after that, like we clicked. Like after that, we clicked and everything. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to D Skill for sure. Yeah, that was meant to be, man. That was definitely meant to be. Um, what you got on deck for the remainder of 2023? I know you talked a little bit about an album. Uh, um, what else? Any other projects you got going on? Yeah, um, just recently, um, uh, I clicked with uh, another artist. Uh, he's actually from Chi Town. Um, dude named Jimmy Poe, and um, yeah, me and him clicked immediately. Um, I had did a recent show at a at a garden. Um, right. I was at the damn garden performing. Like I, that was crazy. So <laughs> I met him over there, and uh, he immediately was just like, "Yo, you, 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 like you dope." And I was like, "Yo, you dope." And then next minute, now, um, we're talking about trying to do some uh, trying to collab or something like that and everything. And um, he really wants me to get in the studio with him. Um, it's another cat, uh, Surface Gray. Um, real dope, real dope artist. Like really dope. And uh, we're talking about some things too. Um, as far as like shows go, I actually have a show coming up. It's um, going to be on May the seventh. Uh, it's like uh, I guess after Cinco de Mayo show because it's not on Cinco de Mayo, but sure. it's called Cinco de Mayo. It's still going to be a good show. <laughs> it's still going to be a good show. <laughs> so it's going to be dope. Um, I'm actually trying to work with uh, this place called Axel Rad uh, in Houston. Uh, it's a really dope like like spot oppor- opportunity. Um, so I'm trying to talk with them and um, maybe uh, on Tuesday see about doing something uh, in the future with them. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 like I'm I'm doing my I'm doing my behind the scenes right now. Like I'm doing my behind the scenes and in the front of the scenes. So I'm doing I'm doing both right now. So like I've I've been talking to a couple of venues to trying to set up some shows. Um, been talking to a lot of uh, promoters to see about like um, doing some things and stuff like that. Um, the one that did the uh, the circle chair sessions, um, I, I I've been talking to her trying to. I want to put on good shows. No, not good shows. I want to put on great shows. Like I'm I'm not I'm not in the vein of of putting on like subpar shows because if anybody was going, if I'm gonna pay for something or anything, I. I'm paying for quality for sure. So I'm always trying to elevate like every time I perform, like every time I perform, like, okay, maybe I could do this better. Maybe do this better. So um, I've been talking to like a lot of promoters and, um, and venues and stuff like that. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to work some things in D I'm trying, I'm trying, you know what I mean? But um, other than that, um, I've been working on a couple of new songs. Um, I will most definitely, get you get your ears on uh when i actually get them um like very fluid good finish and stuff like that so i got you on that yeah, for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah man. and um yeah i think that's it yeah <laughs> i'm gonna definitely be on the lookout man for you know the shows the new music and anything else that you. you got coming with the content uh where can our viewers and our listeners find you at on social media and your music okay um i keep it straight simple uh i have my own website uh so 713 nickb.com 
So 713, I know my nose is stuffy. It's my damn allergies. NickB.com, if anybody doesn't understand it. And anything you need, anything Nick B, uh, uh, music videos, songs, hitting me up, collabs, anything like that. Like, I'm super down for it. Like, I'm I'm open for it. Like, you know, iron sharp as iron. So, so I'm down. I'm down for it. Um, if anything, um, I'll be trying to get it like uh, videographers and stuff like that, but not too many because I'm trying to, it's like how you say it's beat makers do help mold artists like, like me. So I'm trying to not to do too many videographers because the ones I have, they are helping me mold my music videos. So I'm not trying to do too much of, too much of that, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Hit Nick B with a follow. Check out some of his music as well. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at D dot underscore major music. Same thing on TikTok, uh, Twitter, D dot MME and Facebook. Just look me up, D dot major music. Uh post a lot of you know beat making videos. Gonna get back to yes, the sir. tutorial soon. So definitely stay tuned for that. And uh this has been another edition of the Major Music Lounge. I want to thank Nick B for coming through, gracing us with his presence. And, you know, just want to let you know yeah, you're welcome you. on the platform anytime. Thank you. I appreciate you, D, man. I appreciate it for sure. Oh, man, no problem. It's been another episode and we are out. Never content about the progress. Ride on the highway, watch the sunset. Allergic to a hater, don't need no stress. Go hard or go home, I 